Hey, you guys, and welcome to Wandering Adventures. I'm your host, normally the Wandering Witch, but this week things are kind of wonky with me moving cross country. I'm in the process of moving from California to West Virginia, so luckily I was able to ask Lindsay, Navigating Adventure Travel's agency owner, and ask her if she could step in, help us out, and give you guys a little insight this week because I am in the process of this move, which it has been chaos, and that is why this episode is be coming to you guys late. So we are sorry for that, but we appreciate you guys and your patience and your love and your support during this hectic, hectic time. But we are super excited that Lindsay is going to be able to bring you guys the new news on the holidays um, at the parks and resorts. And then after that, we're going to actually dive into what we're going to call... Um, our main segment of the show now we're gonna start doing like a, a weekly roundup in the beginning of the every episode and then we're gonna dive into like what the main episode is about and this one is actually gonna be about how to become a travel agent travel advisor like myself and all the other agents here at navigating adventure travel and also on how to find a reputable agency um there are a lot of agencies out there that say things and tell you things when you sign your contract and then go be back on it once you're an agent and then there's agencies that make you charge fees agencies that don't make you charge fees it, there's just there's so many different things when it comes to finding an agency that's going to work for you if you want to become a travel agent and we really want to dive in on that and help you guys find this uh, avenue career path fun and adventurous like we have so we want we and we want to make it seem easy because it it can be easy it it does not have to be hard and it can be fun so easy fun adventure on how to become a ta and finding a reputable reputable huh, agency will also be coming to you guys live um after this week's roundup so stay tuned and we can't wait to share that news with you guys real real soon and i can't wait to hear what Lindsay has to say because this holiday news that has come out is beyond exciting I don't know about anyone else, but I cannot believe we are halfway to the holidays already. And Disney dropped a sleigh load of deals the other day. Let's get into it. So, one, I can't believe that we're already talking about the Christmas season when it seems like Disney just gave us information about Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, and then even more recently, Oogie Boogie Bash. Like, this is crazy. Thinking that we are already looking forward to Halloween time, which Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party kicks off at Walt Disney World in eight weeks. That is going to fly. The first party is in eight weeks, guys. And then to also be thinking ahead to the holidays, it makes me want to start Christmas shopping early, which I don't know about any of you, but I am definitely like an early Christmas shopper. Like I pretty consistently start in August every year, um, but I have four kids, so it's a it's a challenge sometimes. But let's get into the deals that Disney decided to drop on us. First, uh, the other day, 
they dropped some Walt Disney World room deals. So the first one is for Disney Plus subscribers who save up to 35% on rooms at select Disney Resort hotels from October 22nd to November 2nd and November 26th to December 25th. So kind of both holiday seasons there um, kind of hits the tail end of the Halloween season, but definitely the Christmas season. There's a room only offer where you save up to 25% on rooms at select Disney Resort hotels on stays most nights, October 2nd to December 25th. And then there is a Florida resident offer where you save 30% on rooms at select Disney Resort hotels. That's valid for most stays, most nights, October 2nd through December 25th. And they also let us know that there will be an annual pass holder offer during that time period as well, with the savings of up to 35% at select hotels. So that was kind of the first bit of news um, as far as deals. They also unveiled Mickey and Minnie's new holiday outfits. And I don't know about you guys, but I kind of live for the new outfits every year. Um, they are so cute this year and we'll have to share a photo on the stories so you guys can check it out. And the next one um, is, of course, holiday parties. So the first most exciting, I think, um, was information about a brand new holiday party taking place at Disney's Halloween. Uh, oh, I can't speak. Did you guys hear that? Uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios and it is called Disney Jollywood Nights. This is a separately ticketed event so kind of similar to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party in that it is a separately ticketed event and it runs 8.30 to 12.30 uh, 8.30 p.m. to 12.30 a.m on 10 select nights from November 11th to December 20th. And it includes the return of the nighttime spectacular Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam, as well as holiday entertainment, selfies with your favorite characters in their holiday gear, a sing-along party, a dance party, sweet treats, special merch, and more. So guests of select hotels can purchase tickets for this starting June 29th. So just a little over a week away. And all other guests purchasing tickets July 6th. Prices for this um, will be $159 to $179. Of course, this varies by date. Um, and party dates are November 11, 18, 20, 27, 29, and December 4, 6, 16, 18, and 20. It is a limited capacity event, much like uh, the other Christmas party. And... It's going to book fast, so I would book early to make sure you can attend if you are planning on hitting this Disney Jollywood Nights and being the first ones to ever experience this amazing party. Um, definitely get with your Navigating Adventure Travel Advisor ASAP, guys. We want to make sure we have a list going so we can get you booked and get you planned. The next exciting bit, of course, was Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party will return again this year at Magic Kingdom. I absolutely love Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Um, 
Tickets for this event are limited and they can be purchased starting July 6th. The prices again range from $159 to $199. Of course, that varies by date and child ticket versus adult ticket. And party dates are November 9, 10, 13, 14, 16, 17, 19, 21, 22, 26, 28, 30, and December 1, 3, 5, 7, 8, 10, 12, 14, 15, 17, 19, 21, and 22. Now, not that anyone asked me, but let me tell you guys my ideal holiday vacation with the announcement of these two new parties, right? So what I would do is book a room this holiday season with one of those room offers for 35% off, and then I would book it so I could be at both parties. So what that means to me, um, I think ideally what I would do is, let's see, arrive, trying to think here, probably arrive November 25th, so right around Thanksgiving, but who doesn't love Thanksgiving at Walt Disney World, right? Um, November 25th, and then you could hit up Mickey's uh, Very Merry Christmas Party on the 26th, and Jollywood Nights on the 27th, and then you could fly home on the 28th and not even have to do regular park days. But if re regular park days are your jam instead of just parties, I'd fly in on the 25th, hit up one party on the 26th, the other party on the 27th, um, that takes care of Magic and Hollywood Studios. I would do Animal Kingdom on the 28th, Epcot on the 29th, and then fly home on the 30th. So that's just an ideal kind of wrap it all in, double party, all the Christmas magic trip for me. Um... So, yeah, super excited about all of this. Uh, Jollywood Nights sounds amazing. And if I can sneak a trip in, I'll definitely be getting down there to um, experience that. If you're my husband listening, you didn't hear that. Um, we all got to get away, right? But Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party is absolutely great. Like, I'm so happy that it's returning. I'm really excited for Jollywood Nights since it is, you know, new and different and exciting. But Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party returning is awesome. Um, some of my favorite things about attending Disney parties is the lower capacity. Um, and I found that especially true at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party last year. I attended in early December and we didn't really wait in line for rides or character meet and greets or anything. And there's always different characters, um, rare, quote unquote, rare characters that aren't typically out, uh, tend to come out during the parties. So that's always exciting. Um, with Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, you do get free hot cocoa, cookies, and cider throughout the night. So one thing that we like to do is kind of go through like a cookie trail. We like to hit all the cookie stops. They are for the most part prepackaged. Um, 
I say for the most part, because they're not always the best, like, portable pre-packaged. There are some iced cookies that I 100% would not recommend just tossing into your backpack. Um, but for the most part, pre-packaged, easy to tote around, and kind of eat later if you're not really into cookies at that time. Um, and then the free cocoa and cider is always nice. It's very holly jolly. There's fireworks, uh, projections on the castle. And this is one party where it snows in central Florida. So you can be there and it can be warm outside and it's snowing. Um, it's snope, of course, but it is just as magical to be standing on Main Street with the giant Christmas tree in view, castle projections behind you, and just standing in the snow in Central Florida. Um, a lot of people uh, ask about apparel for the parties. Well, what do I wear? I have seen so many families with young children or even just adults in general who wear matching Christmas pajamas. And I think that is so cute. Um, and I can't imagine the Christmas photos that they get when they when they go and do that. Other than that, um, it's really just a lot of like festive Christmassy apparel. And it's just really fun. Um, so I, I highly recommend parties. Um, all the time, I recommend parties. The Halloween party, the Christmas party, Oogie Boogie, and I'm sure Jollywood Nights is going to be one that I recommend to all of my clients as well. But like I said, I cannot wait to attend that one and really see what that's all about. I am so excited that they unveiled a new holiday party. Um, for both of these, as I said, you guys want to get on your travel advisors list ASAP. So as soon as the tickets drop, we can get your ideal dates. This is especially true if you are booking a party around a holiday. So, you know, those parties that are closer to Christmas or around Thanksgiving, um, they tend to go fast. The first parties of the season also tend to go fast. So definitely get with your travel advisor ASAP, get on their list, get your tickets, take advantage of these awesome hotel savings and have an amazing holiday season at Walt Disney World. One other thing I do want to note with the parties uh, is while they are called Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party and Jollywood Nights, um, there is celebration of Hanukkah and Kwanzaa in the park as well. So no matter what you celebrate, you are absolutely able to celebrate it at Walt Disney World and welcomed and it's just it's amazing um how they can put together such a huge event and be so welcoming and inclusive to everybody no matter what you believe and what you celebrate and that's really part of the Disney magic just in general so I think that's awesome um so no matter what you guys celebrate have an awesome holiday season get on your travel advisors list and get that adventure planned wow there is just so much 
news with the holidays this season that I'm just I'm so excited for it. From the Christmas parties to the decor and the foodie guides that are going to be coming out. I just I can't wait. And then all of the savings with hotels and tickets. It's going to be a blast for sure. Now, let's go ahead and shift some gears and let's dive into our main segment and let's have Lindsay explain to us on how to become a travel agent or travel advisor um, and how to go about finding a reputable agency that's going to work with you and help support you and your niche and what you want to do there like i said there are many things in different agencies some agencies only push disney some only push universal there's agencies like ours that is a full scale agency and we book anything and everything that your heart desires um so we want to be able to help you guys find something that's going to fit you and your needs and even your clients needs for the future so go ahead sit back make sure you've got your drink and your snacks and let's dive in on how to become a great and successful travel agent and finding a reputable agency for yourselves what's up everybody it's the adventure navigator here today to talk all about becoming a travel agent this has been a question that i've seen a lot lately in just some of the Facebook groups and things that I'm in, um, a lot of people want to know what it's all about. And so I thought I'd record a segment today about this and talk about this for you guys today. A um, little bit of background about me. So I am the owner of Navigating Adventure Travel. I have been a travel advisor for several years. I have been a travel agency owner for the past almost three years. Um, with just opening Navigating Adventure Travel this past February. So I have a lot of experience from different angles in the industry. So first things first, um, let's go over kind of the pros of becoming a travel agent. Everybody wants to know what it's all about. What are the pros? Um, why, why should I do this? The biggest pro for me when I got into it was the flexible schedule. I was a stay-at-home mom. I was planning my own trips, planning trips for my friends, my family. And it was just something that, you know, I kind of stumbled across the idea. And I was like, well, I do this for fun. Why not do it for money? And it was nice because I could work from home around all of my kids' events, appointments, whatever they had going on, and make my own hours. And that's, that's very true. It's really something where you can work from wherever and make your own hours. A lot of new advisors who get into this have jobs, families, and other things going on. So that flexible schedule is really important. Um, you can be your own boss. And with like my agency structure, I own the agency, but I am not your boss. You're an independent contractor, so you are free to run your business however you want. So in that regard, you truly do be your own boss, which is nice because you can kind of do your own thing. I'm a little bit more kind of backtracking to that schedule aspect. Like I said, you can work from anywhere. You can work from home, the library, from your kid's soccer game. It's pretty great. There's no income caps. Um, as an independent contractor, you can make $10,000 a year. You can make $100,000 a year. It really is 
you get out of it what you put into it. So whatever you want this to be or whatever you want to do, there's no income caps with it. You kind of have a creative license to run your business how you want. Um, that meaning choosing what you book, like the vendors and things like that. There's a lot of agencies out there who just book Disney and that's fine. And there's agencies out there who like navigating adventure travel. We book everything. Um, we're not going to limit what we book for our clients because we truly want our clients to have an amazing adventure. You choose your own clients um, and take on the type of clients you want. Um, it's called a niche, but if you want to book any and everybody, you can do that. If you just want to book families, that's also something you can do. If you want to specialize in booking weddings, that's doable as well. So you kind of choose what you want to do. You work and grow in your at your agency at your own pace. Nobody's telling you, at least in a good agency. Let me backtrack a little bit there. In a good agency, nobody is telling you that you have to meet sales minimums or quotas. That never really sat right with me. Um, so when you are actively seeking an agency, make sure there are no minimums or quotas out there so you truly can work and grow at your own pace. Um, there's not really a lot of barriers to becoming a travel agent. You, it varies by agency. Some agencies do require certain, certain things. Um, I've seen agencies who get really crazy with it and say like, you have to travel to this many destinations this many times a year. And I feel like if you, if you're already traveling a lot, that's great, but that can also deter people because let's be honest, not everybody has the money to travel a ton. So that can deter people. Um, here at Navigating Adventure, I don't, I don't put a rule like that into place. Um, really, it, it's another side for me. I, I want true professionals to be working here. I want people who have a positive attitude, an open mind. Um, I really believe in equitable travel for all, and that's kind of a big thing here at Navigating Adventure. Now, there are cons to this as well, and of course, I would have to go through those. Um, income is more variable than a regular nine-to-five paycheck. You get paid after your client travels, so... You know, it can take a little bit of time, and especially as you're building a steady client base. Um, with that, again, you get paid after your client travels, so it's just a waiting game. Um, but once you get a steady stream of clients in and bookings going, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, you do run your own business because you are an independent contractor, so... You do have to be responsible for all of that, uh, tracking things for stuff like taxes, you know, everything like that. Um, there aren't any benefits like health insurance or anything like that. Um, so if that's important to you, that's not something that's typically offered in the travel agency structure like this. 
And for the most part, you do have to find your own clients. Um, That kind of leads me into talking about finding a reputable agency. There are so many agencies out there. And I feel like a lot of people that I see kind of get into the home-based travel agency side of it um, because they they like booking Disney. (laughs) And Disney really is a main vendor for home-based travel agencies. That's completely true. And um, it's one of our main vendors here. But again, we don't strictly sell Disney or put that as the number one focus. We help our clients here book everything. So when you are looking for a reputable agency, you want to make sure that you find an agency that's going to support you. And I mean support you in every aspect of growing your business. You want an agency that is going to be there and support the type of clients you choose to have, that support the vision you have for your individual business, and that supports you in building your business. There are so many agencies out there where you can sign on and be one of their 1,000 agents and you're a number. You're not a face or a name. You're just a number. So to me, finding a reputable agency is finding an agency that's going to get to know you as a person. Um, Here at Navigating Adventure, we have a really close-knit relationship within our team, and it's great. Our team members talk pretty much daily um, about everything. We know what's going on in their kids' lives and all that, whatever they are comfortable sharing. And it's, it's really great. It's not like you're working with a bunch of strangers on the internet. It's almost like you're working in an office with people. So... That's a great support. Um, Our agents also help each other with their business questions, client questions, because really not one person is going to know everything about everything. So it's nice to have a team to lean on um, because some people are really knowledgeable in, say, Vegas, and some people are really knowledgeable in Universal, and some people are really knowledgeable in all-inclusives. And so it's nice to have a team to lean on and support and people who are experts in the niche that they choose. You want an agency who's going to help you with marketing support and kind of teach you the ways of navigating that. Um, And with that is, you know, that leads right into finding clients. Um, Not all agencies offer lead support or lead generation navigating adventure does um and that's a great perk for an agency but that doesn't necessarily make or break a reputable agency so i just want to make that clear but um basically lead generation if a lead comes in it could be handed to any agent and at navigating adventure i do that in a fair way. Um, nobody's going to get multiple leads handed to them right away. It's going to be a fair and equitable system. Um, but lead generation is a nice perk for sure. But like I said, doesn't necessarily make or break a repeatable agency. But you do want an agency that is going to kind of teach you marketing and help you find new ways to market so you can get yourself out there. 
and find clients. Um, you want your agency to also support your business model and what you want to sell. So, for example, if you signed on with an agency who ended up being just just Disney and only wanting to focus on Disney, that's not going to be a great environment for you if you want to sell everything or want to sell primarily cruises or sell primarily one thing or another. Um, my advice would be to have realistic expectations when you go into looking for a reputable agency. Uh, keep an open mind, but also keep the things that I've said in mind and make sure you're finding, finding a good agency who is going to be supportive for you. There are a ton of MLMs out there, and um, it's unfortunate Sometimes you don't even know you are part of an MLM agency until you're in it. Um, I know that from firsthand experience. I definitely don't recommend being part of an MLM agency. And what I mean when I say an MLM agency is, I'm just going to use an example. Um, this agency that I was a part of that was an MLM that I didn't realize was an MLM um, until I was well in it. They hired all of their friends. They provide certain perks for certain people and not others. Um, people who like certain things or people who could bring on their friends to grow their team. So things like that. Um, there's so much more I could speak on joining an MLM agency, um, but you just want to make sure that the agency that you're a part of is not doing this just for the travel perks or the sorority-like friendships, because MLM agencies do tend to operate like that. Um, you want to make sure you're with a good, reputable agency. When you interview for an agency... Keep in mind that first impressions are everything. So you want agency owners who are going to show up to your interview. I say owners because there are agencies out there who have multiple owners. Um, if just one owner is showing up to your interview, say there's two and just one shows up um, and you don't really hear from the other one at all during your interview process, there's no legitimate reason, that should be kind of a red flag. Um, chances are, and take it from me, that the interview, the owner who couldn't be bothered to show up to your interview is not going to take much of an interest in your travel career. You, that also leads to my next point of you want to make sure your agency owners or owner is professional. Um, they should tell you a little bit about them and their background in the interview, and they should be pretty open about that. And... They should tell you about their agency structure and how they plan to support you in your business. So make sure your owner or owners, however many there are, there are many agencies who have multiple owners, are professional. Read your contract once they send that over to you. Make sure you fully understand it. If you don't understand the contract that's presented to you, ask questions. Um, if the agency owner that you interview with kind of deters you from asking questions, that should also be a red flag. Um, 
But for me as an agency owner, I would rather have an agent or potential agent who's been offered a contract ask me questions about what they're signing before they sign it because I'm an open book and I, I will fully explain anything in there to you to make sure that you understand it. You also want to read through it thoroughly. Take your time. Make sure, like I said, that you understand everything in there and make sure that you kind of keep the ideal in mind that you could leave this agency at some point. So what protection is there when that happens? Um, is there verbiage in there that you own your clients or is the agency going to keep your clients? Cause that would be a red flag. Do your bookings belong to you or do they belong to the agency? Because in my opinion, if they belong to the agency, that's kind of a red flag um, as an independent contractor. Now, that is a controversial opinion, but that is my opinion. Make sure that there's verbiage in there about how you're going to get paid on any bookings that you do leave with your old agency. And make sure, you know, that you when you do start your travel career, that you're able to document everything. Um, don't just trust some third party with all of that. And make sure that there's something in there, like I said, about how you're getting paid for bookings that you service while you're working there, but also after you leave. Um, very recently, I have seen a number of agents get burned bad from agencies who didn't pay them. Um, there was an agency couple months back that decided to not pay their agents and filed bankruptcy and all of those independent contractors were then out of that money and there was a case more recently um, a handful of agents who really had to fight with their agency owner a handful of them left this agency and they had to fight with their old agency owner to get their commissions so I mean, these are really, really scary stories that are things that don't always happen, but they are things that happen and they're things that can be prevented if you find a reputable agency with a professional agency owner. If uh, you guys ever have questions about becoming a travel agent, I would love to answer them for you. Um, like I said, I'm an open book and I could talk about my agency all day long. Um, we are not currently hiring. However, we will be hiring in the future. So I always love to meet potential candidates for that. And we could answer any questions that you have. So, you know, send a comment through the podcast page or shoot me an email. Uh, my email is lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, at navigatingadventuretravel.com. I'm always happy to answer questions and talk things through with you guys. So good luck um, to anyone who decides to become a travel agent. It really is such a rewarding career to help families make amazing memories that are going to last a lifetime when they go on these awesome adventures. We just want to say thanks, you guys, for listening to this week's episode. Having this 
travel segment of me being in the middle of this move and packing the U-Haul on top of trying to throw this episode together for you guys because we love keeping up with our episodes. It, the one week that we had a gap, it really just drove me absolutely insane. So I'm really excited that we were still able to bring you guys some news and tips and tricks on, um, like I said, how to become a travel advisor agent and finding that reputable agency for yourselves. Uh, Lindsay spoke so proudly on you know finding this and how it will work best for you and we just I just I can't applaud her enough it it makes it super easy when you have somebody that's in your corner supporting you and helping build you up I know you know I had a rough go with my first agency that I was with I just had these these feelings of just lost puppiness and shifting gears and moving to navigating adventure travel we we have a a family dynamic where we just we all mesh we everybody flows well and everybody supports each other you know like right now i'm in the midst of this move and everybody is aware of it so you know if i have trouble with clients they're willing to help back me up and hey i need help with a quote real quick but hey i i can't literally do it somebody will help me and vice versa we all support and love each other and that's just part of finding a reputable agency and somebody that's going to work well for you so thanks again Lindsay, for you know keeping everybody up on the new news for the holidays and what fun we're going to have this holiday season and then also again on helping me with this main segment this week it it was really information packed and we really hope you guys enjoyed it and if you have any questions please feel free to reach out to us on our website navigatingadventuretravel.com or on the facebook socials instagram tiktok whatever social accounts you may have make sure you reach out to us if you have questions or if you want you know to book a trip we can uh navigate you to your own um adventure agent uh and they can set you up with an amazing adventure yourselves so thanks for tuning in this week you guys to this week's episode of wandering adventures and next week will be even more fun because i'll be able to tell you about my move if i'm not still traveling so thanks again you guys and we hope you had a one have a wonderful week and weekend and we'll talk to you guys real real soon bye guys